order in the homosexual court. Order in this homosexual court. This is the Honorable Judge Ryan Gabbett. And the Honorable Judge Jacob Schubach. The disputes are real, the decisions are final, and the judges are <gasps> homosexuals. This is Gay Court. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the fourth installment of Gay Court, the comedy podcast where we debate all things LGBTQ+. Gay rights, gay, gay rights. Gay rights! So this week's theme is funny things we did while we were in the closet, and we'll be answering some listener letters, discussing the ways we tried to pass as straight, and we'll end with Let the Record Show, where Ryan will be discussing gays over covid but before we before we jump into it we want to invite all you guys to be part of the debate send us your emails and do your civic duty to be part of gay court at gaycourtpodcast at gmail.com send us your queer conundrums dating stories gay crimes anything you fucking like (laughs) anything you want the sky's the limit and if you don't know what to write, be sure to follow us on social at Gay Court Podcast, where we'll be posting prompts, memes, and honestly, anything we want. And we also have a very exciting announcement. That's right. We have our first guest. <gasps> Welcome, Alex. Slay! Hi, Alex. Hello. Slay! I am honestly so excited. The amount of like preparation I've done for this is like insane. Cannot wait. We're going to use that as the model for every future guest of how many, how many hours would you oh, say of preparation? You're going to measure this? Um, at least 10. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. You have to measure Ooh. them all against my performance. I have a big responsibility to be the first guest, but I'm excited about it. Honestly, 10 hours is more than I put into this in terms of preparation. <laughs> so congratulations <laughs> to you. It's more than I put into most things. So <laughs> We love that. All right. So as our first gay lift, our gay bailiff, You'll be providing our, your thoughts and opinions throughout the podcast, but we have to swear you in. This is our first gala s- swearing ceremony. Let's go. Jacob, are you excited? I'm thrilled to be here. I cannot wait. Um, so we're, we've asked you to bring an item that you feel represents your gay identity. It's a gay piece of paraphernalia. Please mm-hmm. tell us what you've brought to the court. Um, I cannot wait. Okay, quick context. I just quit my job teaching. Period. I'm transitioning between jobs right now. Yeah. Fuck them kids. Literally fuck them kids. But if they're listening, <laughs> love y'all. Just kidding. <laughs> um, on my last day, a lot of them like wrote me cards and some of them were really sweet. Some made me cry. Some made me laugh. But one person wrote me this card. Can I just read it? Is that just easiest? Of course. Yeah. Okay. It says, Dear Mr. Sipo, thanks for being my math teacher for this year. Even though sometimes you look like a Pomeranian mixed with Chihuahua, you still have a cool tattoo. Thank you for accepting my pronouns. And then she said, hashtag fruity. (laughs) And the fruity is in all like rainbow colors. And I was like, I think this is a way of calling me fag. But it's like, I'm going to let you. It's okay. Um, But I just have to use this letter because it's iconic. That's the most iconic thing I've ever heard. Like, you got to like frame that. Oh my God. Oh, I already plan on framing it. And she's like 10 years old. I was like, go off. And a lot of them just read me for my look. So Pomeranian mixed with Chihuahua. I'll take it. And what is what is the tattoo that you have? I have four tattoos, so I don't know which one she's referring to, but I have a butterfly, I have a sunflower, and then I have like my siblings' initials, and then I have some ivy. It could be either one. I'm gonna guess it's the butterfly based on the vibes I'm getting from the letter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess it's the initials. <laughs> literally, like, I'll guess like, sunflower. Like initials, yeah. gay. <laughs> yeah, literally. Honestly, fair. The hashtag fruity kills me though. Oh, I literally laughed so hard. Yeah. All right. So, so since this is our first swearing ceremony, you have to repeat the following words. Please raise your right hand and place your left hand on the letter. <laughs> okay. Repeat after me. I swear to slay the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. I swear to slay the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Wow. This is exciting. Incredible. <laughs> I, know. I love that you raised your hand in Zoom as well. <laughs> I well, I raised my hand and it goes, you're about to raise your hand. And I was like, oh, I think it just can detect it, which is so cool. The I iPad want an is iPad. super cool. <laughs> I want I know, an iPad now. It's the, iPad, it's the new iPad Air, not sponsored by Apple, but I recommend. What color did you get? Ugh, I wanted lavender, but they were out of every color except for black. And I was like, I don't want to wait, so just give me the black one. Mm, okay. Give me the lavender <laughs> <Yeah>. case. <laughs> oh, I already bought like a sky blue. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm, love it. So, of course, now that you are our first gay lift, we have to ask you a few questions. 
first question, what what made you decide to come on this podcast? What was the inspiration for you? Inspiration? I honestly just feel like I, and it's funny because this is the theme of the episode, I feel like I was in the closet for so long that when Ryan was like, want to come on a podcast and talk about being gay? I was like, hell yeah, that sounds like so much fun. That was honestly <laughs> it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, follow-up question, when is the last time you played the gay card? Ooh, ooh. My family means well, but they are pretty conservative and a little old-fashioned. So I love to like mention that I'm gay in front of them because I can feel them get uneasy. Um, I went to a Baby Keem concert a couple weeks ago and I texted my siblings about it. And my brother is like as straight as they come. And he goes, no way, you're not at a Baby Keem concert. I don't believe you. You don't listen to that music. And I was like, is this your way of calling me gay? Because it feels that way. And I could just tell that he got so uncomfortable over text. He was like, stop, I never said that. (laughs) But by the way, he was right. I will never go to a Baby Keem concert or any rap concert for that matter ever again. Really? It was too straight. It was too straight. <laughs> everyone was everyone was moshing. I had beer spilling all over me. And like I was there like with my boyfriend and his friends. And like I could tell that they were more into it because they knew his music better. But I didn't know it enough to like join in. So I was just hmm. like in the corner, like bobbing along like yeah. myself. <laughs> and it just was not my environment. Would you go to a Nikki concert though? Ooh. Oh, okay, yes. I should clarify <laughs> that he's male, male rapper. Or like um straight, straight male rapper. That's okay, what I would yes. do. Lil Nas yes. X would put on a good show. Yes. Lil Nas I would X. go to a Lil Nas X concert for sure. Yeah. So Alex, what is the gayest thing you've ever done? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> this took a quite a bit of thinking, but the answer is very obvious. When I was in middle school, um, this makes no sense in hindsight, but my middle school did a production of High School Musical, like as a musical, and I played Sharpay. Uh, in <laughs> middle school? In middle school. Oh my God. <laughs> a little baby that. icon. <laughs> I know. Are there photos? Yeah. Are there videos? There's. Pr- I think that there are photos in like my family scrapbook. I don't Ooh. have any like on me because I honestly, it's a memory that I like have not thought about since reading this question. <laughs> it's a moment you repress, but now remember forever. Yeah, because at the time I was like, oh my god, that's so funny. Like, of course I'm going to play a girl, haha. But like, as I got older, I was like, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> that's iconic. You did drag of Ashley Tisdale. Oh, literally. (laughs) Did you have a wig? Um, Yeah, a blonde wig. It was honestly so fun. All everything about it was like very cheap because it was middle school and it was like a private, like Catholic school. So in hindsight, the fact that they let me play a girl, surprising. I love this story. (laughs) Wait, right? Did you did you audition and beat like girls? Like no, which is weird because my class was like a good mix of boys and girls. So it's not as if they were like a lack of girls to play girl roles. But at the time, um, it was more so just like you kind of sign up for what role you want to do and then they choose and no one else signed up for it because all of them were like, oh my God, we want Sipo to do that role. Everyone called me by my last name. Um, and I did. Wow. I love that. <laughs> right? incredible. I'm like, I need video. I need photos. I need the full. I need mm-hmm. primary. Um, what's that word? You use a primary you? source. I need a primary source. source. <laughs> I'll dig them up. I can't wait. Ryan, you also wanted to talk about dumplings, didn't you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss what's on gay Twitter today, shall we? Let's discuss dumpling gay. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You're the one who discovered it, I'm assuming, because you sent it to me and I was astonished. I sent it, I sent it to all the gays. <laughs> I was just like... Literally, it reached 20 gays only because of Ryan. <laughs> so, tell us the story of how you discovered the it. The story? Where were okay. you? I remember exactly where I was <laughs> when I saw this. I was on the couch, uh, avoiding work. Sorry, work, but it was a it was a it was a me moment. I needed to be on Twitter, so I was going on Twitter and scrolling, and all of these Twitter gays were saying, "What the fuck is dumpling gay?" And then the next week, be like, "Oh my god, dumpling gay!" And I was like, "What is dumpling gay? And why don't I know about this yet?" So I did some searching, aka I clicked a tweet, and then found the video, like commented in one of the tweets, and it was basically a video of an OnlyFans video, like a preview of a guy pushing out a dumpling out of his booty hole, his bussy, and it plopping into another guy's mouth and him eating it. Oh my god, I didn't finish the video. Wait, you didn't finish it? I didn't know that's what happened at the end. Yeah, he like... Listen, I I saw the dumpling come out and I gagged. 
And I was like, no, I'm not watching the rest of it. I'm pulling it up right now. (laughs) He like squatted on top of the guy's mouth and it like plopped right into the guy's mouth. And I was just like, (gasps) (laughs) my eyes. You just couldn't look away. I was like, if I have to see this, every fucking person has to see this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm I'm watching it right now. Jacob has like a visceral reaction. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I could I had to look away. I need to let me rewind a little. Oh, he's ch- chewing. He's eating yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> there was too just much. Many, there's just many questions. You brought up a really good one. Like, how did the dumpling stay intact? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like when I cook a dumpling, like it usually falls apart. Probably because I'm a bad chef, but whatever. <laughs> Damn. But like it like just plopped right in. Like it just was heated up in the bussy like an easy bake oven and then served fresh. Who knew? Fresh, never frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Better days be like doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Too much. No one asked for that. No one asked you to stuff dumplings up your butt and then give them to someone else. No. Is this a recurring thing on their OnlyFans? I'm not going to no. click to learn more, but like I'm hoping that <laughs> yeah. one of you did. <laughs> I didn't click to learn more. I was like, oh, this is enough for me to see. But I thought I found it funny that I think one of the guys like handles is like has like hunger in it. So I'm like, oh my god, is there just a lot of food things on yours? I'm like, I'm like, I totally have no idea. You're right. Good question. And in hindsight, I'm like, I've been following this guy for years. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is my cousin. Like, he does good work. Oh my god. Oh, oh it's terrible. But what were your thoughts when I sent it to you guys? I already shared that I gagged and I apparently didn't even watch the full thing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it wasn't my favorite, but I do. I will always remember exactly where I was. I was about to take a shower after workout class. <laughs> and I was like, oh, let me open this DM. Surprise. Yeah. But Alex, I sent it to Luis. Uh, Luis is Alex's boyfriend. And I was like, yeah. what, did you hear about Dumpling Gay? And then I just got a random text from you. Like, I did not need to see that video. And I was like, what video? I didn't send you anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you weren't a part of this. No, he texted me right away. Want to see the gross video Ryan sent me? And then he goes, do you want context or no? And I was like, no, just send it. And then I watched it and I immediately regretted it. It very much brought up um, two girls, one cup vibes. Yeah. Uh, like turning point in my childhood i never saw that either you never <laughs> no, saw that really i was Ooh. too scared to like look that up and i was also like two girls mm, not for me <laughs> <laughs> it fits in perfectly with the theme because i didn't want to say no to that at the time because i was like yeah i'm straight i want to see two girls in one cup what's that all about <laughs> and i <it laughs> did not want to see it Mm-mm. it was a life-changing experience and not a good way i was just like no. mom can you come pick me yeah. up <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh messy 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 um did you have any other banter that you wanted to bring up ryan any pinocchio moments pinocchio oh you know how it's not it's not what is it what i say tibbles it's tibble oh yes we have a correction to make on the podcast i saw a tiktok that pinocchio's horse's name is not tibbles it's tybalt Mm t-y-b-a-l-t so we thought it was fruitier than it was (laughs) i mean the whole movie's fruit I love it. Our we need to see Hashtag it. fruity. Hashtag yeah. fruity, yes. I would watch mm-hmm. that in like IMAX theaters, like big screen, front row. Like I would love to see Pinocchio. On the big also, screen. I saw the tweet you posted on the Gay Court podcast. I literally laughed with the Adele. Oh, <laughs> I made that when I was editing and I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be such a funny meme. And I was the only like and retweet. So follow Gay Court podcast on Twitter. <laughs> Pulling it up. I want to see this meme. I'll just have Adele's face on it. You could play it. It's just me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the way that Pinocchio is just like guiding our entire lives right now. <laughs> Pinocchio is the Lord and Savior of this podcast. He is our yeah. gay guide. He is. The he, is he is our Col- He is our not not Colton Underwood. Who's the other one? The other white one. Oh. Gus Kensworthy. Yeah, he's our Gus Kensworthy. Mm-hmm. 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 Thank you, Gus Kensworthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's finally time for us to transition to the first segment, which is Gaze on the Case. Whoop, whoop. Gaze on the Case, where we look at something queer and dissect it. And this week, we're going to be looking at acting straight. Do you code switch in these places? great question i feel like i code switch a lot 
I code switch at work all the time. <laughs> Side note, I'm seeing Charlie XCX on Sunday. And I literally oh, will not Sunday? I will not be code switching. I will be gay as hell at the Greek theater. I mean, yeah. You better be the opposite. Yes. I need to become more gay. Go Some... deeper into the gay yeah, territory. <laughs> yes. You can't code switch exactly. at all. Hmm. Are there places that, that I gay it at? Charlie XCX concert. <laughs> <laughs> Something to think about for future podcast episodes. <laughs> Um, but the first one that I wrote down was the mechanic, because every time I go there to try and get my car fixed, I try to act as straight as possible. Like I will wear like plain pants. I will wear like a jean shirt on top and like look, try to like look mask, but I don't know that it works because <laughs> they're like, what's wrong with your car? And I'm always like, it making a weird noise. What do I do? <laughs> But that is um, a place that I certainly code switch. I don't even try to code switch at a mechanic because I don't even know what happens to my car. So I just make my dad do it for me. I'm like, dad, this is doing something. Can you bring it to the mechanic? He's like, okay. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> I just go to random places and I'm like, please help me. <laughs> One perk about living in New York is no cars. No cars. I, I do not no, miss my car at all. It's the worst. Do you find yourself when you like get your oil change spending like $300, even though you just plan on spending like $30 to get your oil change? Oh, I go to Valvoline and I'm like, mm, give me the cheap one. And they're like, okay. But I always worry that like when they like check out the car, they're like, there's 12 things wrong with your car. And I'm like, no, there's not. <laughs> okay. I probably should be a little more like that because whenever I got my oil change before, if they're like, oh, these, this and that and the other is wrong. I'm like, oh shoot. Like, can you fix it? And then they're like, here's your $900 bill. And I'm like, I suck. I should have just said no. Mm, yeah. They take advantage went, of me. I went to, I found this place in, in K-Town. It's called Hans Beverly Auto. They're fantastic. They know how to fix a car and not overcharge you. Mm. Which this is like a very, this is a very big side note. But one time I was going to Raven Simone's house for a garage sale because she posted on her Instagram that there was a garage sale. And I was like, Raven Simone is gay. I'm gay. Let's go. So me and my roommate went, we were listening to Fuego by the Cheetah Girls. Because, mm. Perfect. Duh. Exactly. And then my car started to smoke. And I was like, Fuego, Fuego. Wow. <laughs> the <laughs> <Anyways>. symbolism. <laughs> the symbolism. Hans probably auto fixed my car and it was great. But then the next day I had to take it to the Honda dealership because there was some recall with the airbag that it would shoot shrapnel into my chest if it went off. Oh, nice. So I had Honda fix that. And Honda was like, there's like $2,000 worth of like things that need to be fixed with your car. Do you want to fix them today? And I was like, no, Honda. So never trust the dealer is the only thing I know about cars. Fair. Until your car blows up. And then <laughs> <laughs> Until your car blows up while you're listening to the Cheetah Girls. You're literally very fuego. <laughs> very fuego. <laughs> One question. Did you make it to the garage sale? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So we dropped the car off at Hans Beverly Auto and then we Ubered to Raven Ooh. Simone's um, uh-huh. house. And we bought... Um, we bought like a bunch of stuff from her. I had like a, a little book that was like signed by one of the producers of the Cheetah Girls. And it was like, Ooh. good luck, Raven. I eventually donated it because it was, I don't know, dumb. <laughs> but we bought, she she was supposed to show up to the event and then uh-huh. she didn't. So uh-huh. her assistant was like FaceTiming everyone. And Raven was like, for the next minute, everything's $1. Grab as much shit as you can. And so we were grabbing all of this stuff and we were trying to grab as many shoes as we could because we were like celebrity foot fetish. This was this was when I first moved to LA and we were trying to like find money easily. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, if we can find a picture of Raven wearing any of these shoes that we bought, we can sell them to somebody who wants them. Um, we bought a bunch of shoes. We could not find pictures of any of them. Our harebrained scheme went awry, but I still do have a pair of her Manolo Blahniks in a cabinet oh. somewhere. They're green and they're really nice. <laughs> do they fit you? Yeah. You know, I actually haven't ever tried them on, but... You should wear them to the Charlie XCX concert. <laughs> That's a way to get more gay. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. So... Raven Simone's Manolo Blahniks. <laughs> Raven Simone's Manolo Blahniks are an integral part of my story when it comes to mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> That's my main point of feedback for this segment. Uh, as I said, I do act very straight at work. I act very boring at work is what I do. I don't show any of sexuality at all. I think people just think I'm a very quiet and nice young man. (laughs) 
mm-hmm. you don't tell your coworkers about this podcast. <laughs> no, all, all my coworkers are like 50 year old, like New Jersey women who like live in like houses. And I'm like, this is maybe too much for them. Mm. They're like, what did you do this weekend? And I'm like, oh, I did nothing. Insert me like on like a three day bender and just yeah. like going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're our core audience. <laughs> um at work um i'm like usually pretty gay Mm. the past probably like four years now i've always been placed on the pride month campaign so i think they know Mm. (laughs) that i'm gay you're the token gay i'm the token gay they're like who wants to work on pride and everyone's just like they look at you (laughs) (laughs) points does anybody know anything about gay people and it's like i do Insert you making a gay networking event and be like, I don't know why everyone thinks I'm gay. <laughs> I did make a gay networking event, didn't I? Mm-hmm. You did. Interesting. Um, Alex, I know your your students thought you were fruity, but what was your experience being? <laughs> um, I did not hide it at all, at all. And I don't know if it like made any of my coworkers mad, but I mostly did it. And this was like sappy, not like very like haha funny gay core material. But, like, I never had any teachers growing up that were, like, outwardly gay. And I was, like, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that I am in a position where I can, like, shape a 10-year-old or 11-year-old's, like, mind. And it'd be, like, normal for them to, like, be around gay people. So I did not hold back. If I had plans to hang out with my boyfriend, I told them. If I had, like, if I went out to bars, like, the weekend, I told them. Like, I literally did not hold back at all. That's so wholesome. We love that. (laughs) And like, at times I was like, oof, I shouldn't have like shared that like very strange part of my life with them because they're like 10. But I feel like they appreciated it. A lot of the cards that I got, aside from the one that I like shared, were about being gay and like had like LGBTQ and like rainbows drawn. And I was like, this is so sweet. That's so nice. (laughs) Right? We love the younger generation. They're so nice. They're great. I miss them. Do you? (laughs) No, I miss like four of them. (laughs) Aww. I'm like, what? what, Like in fourth grade? Fifth. Fifth grade. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. so nice. Yeah. We have a live confession about to happen. (laughs) My confession is that I literally completely made that story up. <laughs> Shock. Lying is just so fun. Sometimes I just like to act. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah. But you the believe me, didn't you? Yeah. I was I was yeah. also like a little surprised that like you were like, I got bullied or like anything. I was like, oh, it's just like everybody likes Sharpay. Great. And that's where you should have known that there was a problem because can you imagine me playing Sharpay in a Catholic school? I would have been eaten alive. That's why I was like, oh, wow, yeah. they're so nice. For I'm so accepting. Yeah. Alive yeah. by Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the gayest thing I've ever done was lie about playing Sharpay Evans on a gay podcast. <laughs> 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 wow. But I'm just happy that y'all believe me. Wow. That was good. <laughs> that, was that was really nice. good. Well played. That, that was a plot twist that I didn't right? expect. I yeah, I didn't see that coming. I thought it juicy elements of the episode, yeah. Yeah, the, the the future guests are really going to have something to live up to. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, really the, do. they do. I do love lying. Lying is one of my favorite gay things to do. Isn't it's it? Like yeah. So much it's, fun. Yeah, it it's is. It's the best gay crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like acting. I don't really consider it lying if it's harmless. It's acting. I was playing a role. That's that's exactly how I look at it, too. Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All of this, this is camp. This is camp and it's this acting. camp. Uh-huh. Awesome. So I think it's time for the next segment, which is investigate. Where we'll cross-examine the same theme or topic. As we've mentioned, this week's theme is humorous things we did to try to pass as straight. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Ryan, would you like to go first? <laughs> would I like to go first? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I was once asked in the eighth grade locker room, like if I was gay and if I wasn't. What did I like most about girls? Mm. And I was there just like with my like gym shorts in my hand, like <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like Me? I, I was not like ready for this like chat with this like 
random guy who just came up to me as I was mid-changing and I was just like um I'm not gay I like girls <laughs> and then he's like so what do you like most about girls and I'm like boobs yeah. <laughs> oh my god do you remember that one Nicki Minaj live stream where she was like big <laughs> boobs big <laughs> boobs well, anyway so. <laughs> big boobs what um ciao anyway so but like I just remember that day being like a very weird day because then like I said boobs and then like some other guy was like I like my girlfriend's boobs and I was like aren't you in seventh grade (laughs) and then he started talking about like her nipples and areolas and I got very uncomfortable because I was like I think I started this (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like we could do an entire episode about gym class in middle through high school of like changing and like not wanting to play the sports i mean unless you're a sporty gay but like i was like i had two friends in my gym class one was like an artsy girl and then one was like a stoner (laughs) girl (laughs) like we would like walk the mile together yeah all the are we still talking about middle school yeah stoner girl in middle school i guess that was high school yeah Uh. So. She, she at the end of high school she told me she's like you're the only reason that I got through high school because I would not have gone to gym class if you weren't Aww, there and I was that's, like that's oh, so cute. That's so girl you're the only reason I got through high school because I would not have gone to gym either because I don't like sports because <laughs> like, I'm a flaming homo <laughs> 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 flaming homosexual did, every, did all the gays just walk the mile because I mm. never ran it I, I, oh, I always ran, ran it, because it. You, had to, like, oh. you had to in the fall you had to do bad so that in the spring you could like beat your record and mm. still get the 100 yeah. percent for gym class mm-hmm. like that's the only reason that i would like hustle <laughs> i ran because i'm competitive as hell oh that makes sense i can see yeah. that mm-hmm. <laughs> and i always got second i always lost to another guy in my class and i was always pissed at him for it but i think it could have just been secret a secret crush that was like um, i want to beat you yeah so healthy <laughs> was he gay do we know if he's no. gay? Very oh. straight. Yeah, has oh. a girlfriend. I think he lives in like Florida and plays hockey at this point. And like, I barely know him. I, like, know every detail. About his life. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like list like every single. Like, case. Yeah, he lives on this street. This is his address. This is his phone number. Like, it's what he got. His four one k. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sad. He's straight. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's okay. I remember my school for high school, like we got the option of like getting out of um, PE gym class Mm -hmm. if we took an AP class. So I took the AP class so I didn't have to work out. (laughs) Yeah. And that is the gayest thing you've ever done. I've done many gay things. (laughs) Pride 2021. Hashtag. Mm. Love pride. That gay. Um, so the rulings that we're going to make are cringe or endearing, <laughs> as we always do when we talk about our past. Um, so in the case of Ryan saying that he likes big boobs. <laughs> big boobs. In seventh or eighth grade. I give it, ooh. It's... I want to say it's like endearing because you were just trying to protect yourself. That shit's cringe I also want to say it's like a little cringe because you were like half undressed. <laughs> I was, I literally had my gym shorts in my hand. Like, I feel very vulnerable right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then I give, I'll give it an endearing. No, give it a cringe. Just cringe. It's cringe. Oh, fine. It's cringe. <laughs> Shit. Um, Galef, Alex, how would you like to rule? Um, I'm leaning towards cringe only because of the conversations that it opened afterwards. Oh. Of like, I love my girlfriend's boobs. I'm just like, this is too much. It was like, too you much. really started something. You allowed he, like, straight people to talk. Yeah, express themselves. And that's cringe inherently. Like he started talking about her areolas. And I was like, ev- then everyone stopped at that moment because we were all like, areolas. Because <laughs> he was like, they're, they're brown, but not, they're not too brown. And we're like, what does that mean? Wow. <laughs> it was like way too detailed for seventh grade. Did you go to public school? Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. That'll mm-hmm. happen in public school. Mm-hmm. All right. All What's right. What's next for you, Ryan? What else? My next one. Um, I'm pretty sure all us baby gays had girl crushes on some pop diva. Yes. I think that is a 
rite of passage, correct? Yep, this my, is one of mine too. So <laughs> yeah, mine was Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I just love the show she put on the choreo, the glitter, the costumes, the choreo. <laughs> The choreo again. Yeah. What, the cho- what age was this for you? Because, like, there was, like, a couple spotty years during our adolescence for Britney. Like, this, where, is like, like, this is, like, baby gay, baby gay. Like, I was, like, six. Oh. And I was, like, oh, she's yeah. so pretty. <laughs> I would marry her. <laughs> You're so, I, I just listen to her music. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> like, literally me, like, doing the actual choreography of Oops, I Did Again in my living room. And my mom's, like, he's not gay yeah. he's, <laughs> he's just vibrant he's into music it's just a phase he just loves to dance yeah he loves to sing with these white women who just belt and like dance for a living yeah mm-hmm. i'm obsessed yeah so i just remember being like especially with the when in sync and they're like little like things would happen back to lance bass I loved it. They were my two top faves, Lance Bass and Britney Spears. I was like, I love her because she's pretty and she dances a lot. And he's cute, but I don't know why I think that. Yeah. So um, my baby gay crush was Britney Spears because I love Britney Spears. Free Britney Britney Spears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But actually, this topic was very hard for me to think of because I think everyone just assumed I was gay. Oh, wow. So you you never thought you were straight passing? (laughs) Um, I don't think anyone like questioned anything. They're just like, that's, that's a homo. And you, didn't, you didn't try to cover yeah. it up. <laughs> I mean, I did. I still do at work apparently. Cause I don't mm. talk about my weekends, but. I don't need to a, know at work. Work is different. <laughs> I'm just the quiet gay who just sits there and eats saltines in the corner or something. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds so sad. <laughs> just picture you, like, having one saltine in two hands and just, like, chewing on, like, a little squirrel. Like, <laughs> I hate that. Like the little rat I am. <laughs> no. But you do have really fun weekends, so you should share them. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe. <laughs> you should do, like, a, a, like, a little test where it's, like, I went to a drag show. <laughs> see what they said because <laughs> you know they'd be like oh my god i want to go to a drag show i mean like mm-hmm. um one of my coworkers is my friend's mom so she watches drag race so we talk about drag race but that's pretty mm-hmm. much the extent of oh. my homosexuality being part of your corporate experience yeah i'm like yeah. just pay just pay me and don't talk to me fair <laughs> um back to pop divas this mm-hmm. was also one of mine um, except mine was Miley Cyrus backslash Hannah mm-hmm. Montana. And I remember that my siblings and I, we would make forts from time to time in, during our adolescence. And we would just like have like big forts in like one of our rooms and it would just be like sheets like all over the place. And it was like weird. And in my fort, I like printed out a bunch of full full page pictures in color of Miley Cyrus. And I like taped them on the inside of my fort to really like give the idea of like, A, I have a man cave mask b <laughs> it's full of pictures of miley cyrus and hannah montana so double mask mm-hmm. um that all being said i got yelled at quite a bit because i used a lot of ink from the printer <laughs> <laughs> to print out my pictures of miley cyrus and my mom was like you are never gonna meet miley cyrus and you are never gonna marry her and i was like that's really harsh because like i really think i could marry miley cyrus Looking back, my mother was right. Like I wouldn't. She was. She was right. (laughs) She was right. Um, She was like, "This little boy thinks he's gonna marry a woman. We'll see about that." (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't met Miley, and I still haven't married her. So thus far, Pamela has been correct. Um, She's also correct that the cost of printer ink is extensive, and I was wrong for doing that as well. So this is my formal apology, (laughs) (laughs) mother. If you're listening. I'm sorry about the dumpling thing, but here we are. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I forgot your mom listens to this podcast. What? I forgot your mom listens to this podcast. She li- she's at least listened to the first episode. Um, but me and my sister, we also have a podcast, and we put in a code word to see if mm-hmm. my- our mother listens. Mm-hmm. So every so often, we'll be like, "The code word is bananas," and if our mother doesn't say anything about it, then we know she doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. Fake fam. <laughs> Can we do a code word for this one? 
dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> the code word is dumpling for this episode. Fair, fair. Code switch, code word, dumpling. Code switch, dumpling. Alex, any pop divas in your life that you pretended oh. to have a crush on? Yes, this was my on. number one. This was my number one thing. Um, so mm. This is very real. Whenever someone asked me who my celebrity crush was, instant panic. I don't know if either of you can relate to this, but it's just yeah. like, fuck, like, who am I going to say that I like come off a straight passing? But like, yeah. um, Selena Gomez was like always mm. top tier. I feel uh-huh. like because of like Disney, like Wizards of Waverly Place, like she was just prevalent in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, those stood out. I feel like, so I had a friend who was actually dating a guy. And she texted me one day and she was like, I have a feeling that he's gay. Like, can you like stalk him a little bit and like, tell me what you think? And I was like, I have an easy like thing for you. Like the next time you go out with him, ask him who his celebrity crush is. And if he says like Ariana Grande, he's gay. And she asked, <laughs> she asked him, she asked him and he said Ariana Grande. Yeah. She called me literally right after the date and she was like, he said Ariana Grande. And I was like, he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. But was he actually gay? He still hasn't come out, but he like mm. broke up with her one day and he was like sobbing and he was like, I wish I could explain to you why I need to do this, but this is just what I need to do for myself. And I was like, that is your sign. <laughs> like he's mm. gay. Aww. I feel bad for him. I wish he could live his truth. But yeah, he was pretty flamboyant. I hopefully, hopefully he's on his journey to success out there, wherever he may be. Um, I agree. Ariana Grande is a good one, though. She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So since we all experienced this one, I feel like the ruling has to be endearing. <laughs> yeah, it has to be endearing. Right. It can't not be. So therefore, yes. endearing. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! The second one that I had was from when I was a baby gay. Um, it was Spy Kids. And this is like a, there was a girl in, I think it was in first grade, who had a crush on me. And she invited me over to her house. And my mom was like, do you want to go over to her house and like, go like hang out or whatever? Like, she's like, she has like a little crush on you. Her mom told me. And I was like, oh, like, no, I don't want to go. And then my mom made me go because she was like, you're in first grade. Like, just do it. And I was like, fine, whatever. And so this girl made me watch Spy Kids. And I had to like be interested in it and pretend that it was very, very entertaining, even though I was like confused and like didn't want to be there. Um, and then her older sister came in and was like, I don't think you should show Jacob spy kids. He'll be scared of the thumb thumbs. And I had to pretend to also not be scared of the thumb thumbs. <laughs> Anyways, all this to say is that this girl eventually asked me to be her boyfriend by taking a piece of paper out of my Bulbasaur themed notebook, which I was very upset about because I was like, why are you ripping pages out of my Bulbasaur notebook? And she wrote, I want to marry you. She misspelled it. She wrote it M-A-R-E. Mm. I want to marry you. <laughs> and she gave it to me. And I, I think I still have it somewhere because I was like, one day, one day this will come in handy. Um, but she recently just got married to a man. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to like post on her Facebook and be like, hey girl, do you remember when you said you wanted to marry me in first grade? But I didn't <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> I don't think her parents like- would be like, she like, who is this? <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? We had a deal. <laughs> what is this all about? <laughs> we had a fucking deal. Um, so it wasn't really like that much of like trying to be like straight because I literally was like, I don't want to be your boyfriend in first grade. Like it's it's too early for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the idea that a woman wanted to marry me at one point. Yeah, we love that. Thank you. Are you still scared of the thumb thumbs? Um, I don't think I've ever like fully sat down and watched Spy Kids. Like it's. It, now, now I'm like, is there a little bit of trauma there? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Let's unpack that. I don't think I've ever watched Spy Kids. I like have a vague memory of Emily Osment being in Spy Kids 2 mm. with like ponytails mm. that helped her fly. Her helicopter ponytails. Mm-hmm. Her helicopter ponytails, yes. Um, but other than that, no, I don't think I've ever fully gotten back into Spy Kids. Um, but what about you? Did you guys have girlfriends as in his childhood ryan i know you did mm-hmm. right? i did i had my little kindergarten girlfriend and we'd climb trees and shit and where um, is she now um <laughs> i i don't know i know she's still my neighbor in california i don't speak to her ever <laughs> wow so the relationship didn't last no but i do remember um 
like literally being like oh we're getting married we told like our parents and we were like five and they're like okay and like i'm like why because <laughs> they wanted you to get married at age five yeah so i had a little kindergarten girlfriend but alex did you have a kindergarten girlfriend or a <laughs> girlfriend in general <laughs> yeah um you have to have a girlfriend once in a while if you're trying to pass a straight or else people are going to get suspicious and ask questions you gotta have a beard. no <laughs> you have to have a beard there you go no i had a girlfriend and my first girlfriend was in first grade and this was very much one-sided we actually had like a like a scholastic book fair and mm-hmm. she bought like rubber like rings from it and she gave me one and she was like Can you be my boyfriend and at the time i was like sure because i'm a doormat so i never say no to anyone I put the ring on. My finger got so purple that my teacher had to like call my mom and was like, you need to pick him up. <laughs> it was a whole mess. That ring was way too tight. Um, that's a sidebar. But yeah, I dated her. I had a girlfriend in like middle school that lasted for like a week and I bought her a necklace from Claire's. That was like the nicest thing I've ever done for someone probably. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I had a girlfriend in high school for a week, but that was like, that was when I knew I was like, I can't keep doing this. I'm gay. Stop dating girls. It's not fair to them. Yeah. Yeah. I like how they're all one week long. Oh, they were like eight days max. Cause I like um went into them being like, I can do this. Like if you put your mind to it, you can date a girl and you'll enjoy it. But like after a week, you're like, I can't take this anymore. I'm tired. It's hard. <laughs> that unlocked a core memory inside of my brain just now. That when I was in high school, I didn't date girls in high school because I was mm-hmm. the same as you, where I was just like, I can't do that. But I remember making, I tried to, I was like a very like little religious young man. And I tried to make a deal with God where if I did a hundred pushups, I wouldn't be gay anymore. And I got yeah. to like 10 pushups. And, <laughs> and God was just laughing over you. <laughs> it's like, I was like, <laughs> Maybe if I finished those pushups, I would be straight now. You never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Core memories, love unlocking them. Mm-hmm. Um, ruling is cringe. <laughs> cringe because I've never seen Spy Kids, which is a seminal piece of film cinema. In it is art. Legacy. It is it's art. great. <laughs> it is. I'll, I'll watch it eventually. I don't like movies. I probably won't watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How would you rule on it, Alex? Um. Honestly, I kind of been leaning more towards endearing because, like, I can just picture you nestled up to your little first grade friend, and that just image seems really cute. But she got married to a different man. Yeah, she cheated on you. You're right, cringe. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine a little, like, five-year-old Jacob just kind of getting more mad that she ripped a page out of his Bulbasaur notebook than anything else. Honestly, Mm. should I invite her on the podcast? Maybe. (laughs) She's like, is she homophobic? It is possible, <laughs> but I don't, I hope not. <laughs> I I actually once looked up my fourth grade crush and I was like, I wonder where that guy is now. And if he's actually gay, uh, his profile picture on Facebook was like Trump's America. And I was like, well, mm. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, there nothing's it is. to be gay. Yeah, Honestly, a lot of Trumpers fair. are probably very gay. Mm, that, I can see that. Right? <laughs> do a research study. The gay court research yeah. study. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's your turn, Alex. What are your experiences? Mm, living in the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing, and I know we talked about this, but this got mentioned in both of the podcast episodes I've listened to so far, not listening to music in the car before coming out. I would be, it would be silence in my car. If I had friends in the car, I could feel them being like, what the fuck? Why is there not music on? <laughs> because I was just always so scared that if I played the music that I wanted to play they'd be like he's gay if i play music that was like not like in at the moment they'd be like oh he's trying too hard he's gay i was always in my head about everything and me playing music in the car was a no-go i never did wow wow do you do you have like any like old ipods or like old playlists that you've made um of music that you did listen to at that time Yes, it was very all just like, just like throwback pop. Like I have a playlist on my current Spotify, just like throwback pop songs. Mm-hmm. And like, that was what I listened to at the time. But of course, I'm not going to put shuffle on that when I'm in the car with people I'm trying to be straight around like Britney Spears or like, um, <laughs> honestly, it was mostly Britney Spears. But yeah, I know I was always dead silent. I was always just like, I like to be alone with my thoughts. If my friends would ask me, I just like, I like to think when I drive. 
pathetic. <laughs> you couldn't just give them the ox cord and be like, good luck. I could. I well, no, I would give it to them if they asked, but mm. if they didn't ask, silence. We're not listening to music. Mm. Yeah, and this is before the era of podcasts, really. So exactly before gay court. Mm, before gay court. Um, I remember when I drove to high school, I would drive with my sister, and I had, I think it was like two or three CDs. One was a Christmas album that was like pop stars like Selena Gomez and Carly Rae Jepsen would make music and we would listen to that from like October mm-hmm. through December. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it would be like Kesha mm-hmm. and we would mm-hmm. come up with choreography. <laughs> oh. <Kesha laughs> On the hard. way to school, I was like, feeling like a favorite <laughs> And it was just bad, bad, bad choreo. But like people... Like when we would get too close to the high school, people would be like, I saw you dancing in your car. And I was like, No, that must have been someone else. That couldn't have been me because I'm straight. <laughs> you're like, I was sneezing. Like, I was doing something. That wasn't me. I don't know who you're talking about. That was my sister, not me. <laughs> exactly. That was my, but I didn't drive friends around places because my parents wouldn't let me. <laughs> same. Actually, same. Yeah. Any any thoughts, Ryan, about your music experience <laughs> in high school? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, I think most of the time I drove by myself, so I just like listened to whatever I wanted to listen to. Um, but if it was like my dad in the car, we just put on like the radio and just sit in silence and listen to whatever was on the radio. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like sitting in your dad and like having him put on music is a very interesting experience because it's just like. My dad always put on like the rock and roll station, and I was like, "What is this? Like, I do not know." <laughs> My dad just always listened to sports, like sports mm. broadcasting, mm. and I would just sit there like, "Oh, I'm so bored." Or I'm <laughs> like, "Oh my god, to- I totally, I, I'm like, I totally agree with that point. Like, they're such a good team. Like, just some like off the camera, like trying to extrae. Like, oh, it's so true. He's doing so well this season." <laughs> I was more like, "Can we listen to Alejandro by Lady Gaga?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so the final ruling, the final ruling, cringe or endearing, we have to be very careful because Danny is listening about silence <laughs> in the car <laughs> and she will write another listener letter. Yeah. Don't write another down. one, Danny. Write another one. Come I for dare us, you. Danny. Come for me. Um, cringe. Yeah. I think it's cringe. Unfortunately. It's cringe. There's nothing endearing about it. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> I'm like, I feel bad. You're our first guest, so I want everything you do to be endearing. No, I honestly, probably more things that I've done are cringe than endearing, and I accept that. The cringe that. to endearing ratio of my life. Ooh, mine's probably cringe, too. Mine is cringe, yeah. too. 100% Definitely. cringe. Most of us should be. Embrace the cringe. cringe. <laughs> yeah. All right, final ruling. Cringe. Cringe. Uh, incredible i think this will then take us to our last segment which is let the record show homos yes tibble i have a special most treasured dream and this week ryan will be presenting a case in front of the high court of gay court um to see if it will be added to the pop culture history books ryan what would you like to bring Um, before the judges who is also you (laughs) (laughs) um on the topic of hiding shit basically Mm. um i decided to speak about something that took over summer 2020 i'd say um it was gaze over covid do you guys remember that youtube account youtube account instagram account Mm -hmm. um this unknown person would post about all these like big gay groups going out to their like puerto vallarta group trips or circuit parties or just not following the mandates during COVID. As directed by the CDC. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Messy. Um, I found like some articles regarding it and how it said like Gaze Over COVID is an Instagram account that first became active in July 2020, dedicated to exposing gay men as they are. <laughs> no. Oh no, sorry, I read that wrong. <laughs> who exposing are. the gays. Mm. <laughs> exposing gay men who are as the name implies, over the coronavirus pandemic, sharing the stories and photos they posted in large maskless gatherings over the course of 2020, directly flouting public health guidance. 
some describe it as a gay civil war to the point where it got so much backlash that there was a bounty on the person who was running the account and people were like we have to unmask this person let's basically ruin their lives as much as he ruined ours wow yeah i'm like looking up their account right now they haven't posted since 2021 so there is like a lot of arguments debating if shaming these gay men was actually beneficial to stopping them going out or if it was more like targeted harassment targeted harassment um and just using shame to like try to shame these people into not into following the covid guidelines um so that's basically like the entire (laughs) story but i found it interesting that one of the articles i wrote was a lot of the people were actually like healthcare professionals going to these events and then they would post like oh mask up get vaccinated and stuff like that but then like the next post is like them like partying on the Puerto Vallarta boat that Shangela was on yes which we need to go into that one because that ship sank didn't it 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 capsized no one was hurt but it capsized and like flipped over into the water which is a lot of drama for any gay experience yeah (laughs) we love that no we don't love that but (laughs) um Speaking of gays over COVID, um, in the Pride brainstorming doc that I worked on for a company over the summer that gays over COVID was bumping, someone listed that we should do a partnership with gays over COVID. And I was like, I don't know in what world that you think that's brand safe, (laughs) just in terms of like COVID, the gay civil war that it ignited and all that stuff. But I was like, that's a really interesting brainstorm <laughs> idea that someone dropped into this document. <laughs> but I was like, oof, messy. I just remember like looking at all these posts and I, I always remember there'd just be like one single like woman in the center and just like 50 gays like surrounding her. I'm like, I want to know her story and how she yeah. dragged into this. Honestly, I would watch like an HBO limited series about gays over COVID and the drama. A Hulu documentary. Because, yeah, it's because people were like, they would like, They'd be posting on their Instagram stories and then people would be screenshotting it and sending it mm-hmm. to gays over COVID. And then those people go on private and they yeah. would be like, my life is ruined, like this, that, and the <laughs> other thing. And like people try to send it to their employers and like all of this drama. Um, but I feel like it was like very interesting because it was, I feel like I only saw gays over COVID. Like I didn't see like people in general over COVID. It was like very mm-hmm. specific to like the gay community which was just like a weird thing that it just like kept swirling around for all that time. That being said, I couldn't look away. I was like, who's, who's out there partying <laughs> without their mask on? <laughs> like it was pure entertainment. It was true. Maybe the gays are just better at holding one another accountable. Like can see it from a wholesome point of view. Oh, yeah. mm. that's good. No. <laughs> the straight people are like, let's have a Super Bowl party, no masks. And no one cares, yeah. Also, I feel like gays um, have this like... I, Thing where they always go to like the bigger parties and stuff like the gays always have like the circuit parties and things so is there a straight circuit party i don't think so <laughs> i remember there, there was one in downtown la that like everyone a, sh- a straight was, one i don't know i don't know if it was a circuit party <laughs> but it was like some type of like underground club and they were like calling it like a prohibition era thing or something like that oh yeah and then there was like a bunch of videos of like the cops chasing everyone out of there because they weren't following the mask mandates and the group gathering whatever um, but what a time, what a time that global pandemic was for all of us. Yeah. That it's still, are we still in one? I don't even know. Yeah. I, I don't think it's been declared, <laughs> You're declared like, not one. On that? Yeah. Is it still a pandemic or is it the one below a pandemic? Epidemic? Epidemic? I don't know. Do not come here for <laughs> your news about COVID. This is not that podcast. <laughs> we do not know. Shangela. Oh, Shangela. Shangela was on the boat that capsized, right? I think so. Or on another boat next to the one that capsized. Something like that. <laughs> Shangela, was the Shangela one. capsized the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Shangela was holding the, the camera as the boat sank. She was like, I, I do remember like they were trying to like cancel her for a little bit. Yeah. But Shangela was like, no, no, no. I am st- I still have we're here. <laughs> We're Here is honestly such a good show. Like it, it actually is a really good it's like show. It's 10 times better than 
queer eye no offense to queer eye but like i cry at every single episode of we're here whereas like queer eye i'm like things are happening to straight people okay (laughs) have you listened have you watched we're here alex um i've seen episodes Mm. i will say though that i do not like queer eye please no one come for me if they're listening to this but i'm very much of the same opinion as you that like i just find it boring i don't find it entertaining i don't get it it feels like a, a gay show for straight people. It is. Yeah. So that they can watch Queer Eye and be like, I'm, I'm an ally. ally. <laughs> it's just like, they literally like make food and like do like apartment makeovers. It's like a lame, like HGTV show. I just don't like it. I think it's boring. I think just it's me. Because, just me. No, I think that's fair because it, it they like make over straight people more often than not. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. Like there are plenty of LGBTQ people who would love to have a makeover or would like love to have someone who's like they're supporting them and like helping them as their gay guide, so to speak, but like whatever. Yeah. Before I saw Queer Eye, I thought it was a show about the um the guys or I guess the group um approaching people that were like trying to come out and like helping them through that. That's yeah. a show I would watch and very much prefer. But it's like I don't care that you're trying to help this 60-year-old white heterosexual male find himself <laughs> like no offense to that male but it's just like not what i really want to watch yeah. yeah yeah you're right it's a very straight show for a gay topic it's mm-hmm. meant for straight people to watch to mm-hmm. feel like they're doing something i guess i will yeah. say though i do like all of the hosts like i find them each entertaining mm-hmm. bobby burke loves us apparently bobby burke bobby burke likes our comment or our comments on his instagram bobby burke <laughs> you can come on this podcast and we'll talk about queer eye and what we think about it <laughs> also i will say they don't give bobby burke enough credit for changing an apartment in one day but yes, bobby burke Mark- deserves all the credit right and they give mm-hmm. anthony credit for cutting an avocado in half literally doing the least yeah but we've both met anthony we have Alex, have you met anthony no um. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to buy, I, need to, I need to buy an avocado t-shirt and then maybe i'll see him <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, do we want to do a quick ruling? Sure. So do we rule gays over COVID are part of the gay agenda, not the gay agenda, the gay history books? <laughs> I feel like it's part of the gay history books because it's something that happened to gay people. Um, but I, I would put it in like the later chapters. Yeah, it'll be like in the later chapters and it'll be like half a page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's not fully a, a whole thing. And that's the final ruling. Mm-hmm. All right. I think this takes us to the saddest part of our show, the closing statements, where we just wrap up what we've experienced and our thoughts on the matter. Um, Ryan, would you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? Or would you like us to force Alex to go first? Um, we'll put Alex last. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Well, it's his first time. Thank you so much. It's our save, first guest. <laughs> save, save the best for last. Absolutely. Um, my closing statements, I have... One word, dumpling. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes. Never forget that word, dumpling. Mm -hmm. For my closing statements, I would like to give a quote from one of my favorite philosophers, um, Miley Cyrus. Mm. And it's, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Because sometimes you pretend to not be gay. <laughs> <laughs> the explanation. <laughs> I had to explain the philosophy, you know, not everybody gets it. The girls who get it get yeah. it. And the girls who need me to explain it, I just did. <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. Brought a tear to my eye. Thank you. Um, Alex, it is your turn. Uh, my closing statement, if you ever have the chance to play Sharpay Evans in your middle school's production of High School Musical, you should take that chance. And also my second statement is that sometimes it's just fun to lie. It's called acting. <laughs> Incredible vibes. Well, well, thank you so much for being our very first guest. Um, yeah, thank Ms. you for Sharpay having Evans. me. <laughs> yes, so much fun. Yay! <laughs> Uh, so that was the episode. Um, if you enjoyed it, be sure to find us on social at Gay Court Podcast. And then my handle is at I Got Schubach, I G O T S C H U P B A C H. And Ryan's is What's Up? It's Ryan, W A Z U P I T S R Y A N. And remember, 
if you hear this and you do not follow us, it makes you, what is the word? Yes, that's correct. Alex, let us know. Homophobic. 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 You better follow us. Be an ally. Do something for once in your life. (laughs) Alex, is there anything that you would like to promote on the podcast? Any media appearances? Any other podcasts that you're on? No media appearances. I'm kind of laying low right now. I'm just Mm -hmm. busy. My schedule's jam-packed. So, yeah, I'm just kind of uh, taking time to myself. Fair. Wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) And like we said at the top of the podcast, if you have any subjects or stories you'd like us to make rulings on, email us at gaycourtpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app because it helps us promote the gay agenda. And anything less than five stars is what, Alex? Homophobic. That's right. Homophobic. So see you next time and cause chaos, babes. Say gay. Say gay. Gay. Yay, right! A Court is a perfectly done toast podcast production.